Where's the okay? Technical. Alrighty. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I got Devin over here. What's up, y'all? I'm back. Yeah, you can you can see him. Fish. <laughs> it's okay. It happened last time in the uh, other video, but yeah, we're we're having tacos again. Same place, Guadalajara. Where's your drink? Oh, I have water. It's cool. Oh. I just got you it because Felix has never tried Jaritos soda, and so is this is gonna be his first time trying it. Mandarin. We love trying new things here. All right, so how do you go? Because it's not twist, right? No. Twist or I'm just, just open it with my door. Okay. Oh, wait, let me let me let me. Uh, I'm gonna just. It's all the way over here. That's why. You just oh. get it hooked in here in the door jam, and then just if I can do it right. Uh. <laughs> you struggling over here? Oh, I hear something. There we go. See. Beautiful. Just takes a little bit of work. Beautiful, beautiful. Always pick up your trash. Note litter. Yes, yes. Also ignore what I'm wearing. Wait, so is this like what people would always get? Or is this like oh, yeah. something that you discovered yourself? No, definitely not. Like, I knew of it in middle school because some of my friends drank it. But then I really took a liking to it, like, after high school. And then, especially when I started working at Trader Joe's, when we went to Guadalajara for lunch, we'd always get a soda. Ajaritos. Either. Usually, for me, Mandarin or, like, a citrus flavor is always good. Wait, so how many flavors are there for this? There's a lot. Like, I don't know, more than, I think, around 10, maybe more. So is this, like, a popular, like, drink Correct. that people get? I mean, I'm assuming since there's a lot of flavors. It's pretty popular. It's not as, like, mainstream as people think it is, but I feel like it has a decent amount of people that buy it on the regular. It's pretty good. That's, I don't know how to describe it. Okay, I, I would, you, I, compared to a comparable soda, or do you think it's better than a certain version? Okay. Um, let me taste again. Yeah. I'd say it's, it's like similar to a Sunkissed drink. Oh, see, I like Sunkissed. I was going to say like Fanta, but Fanta's a little different. It's definitely different, because Fanta's under Coca-Cola and whatnot, it's like, so I feel it's like, like they distinct. have a different flavor but this one like really reminds me of sunkist i don't know why we love orange soda here so yeah so yeah do you have a favorite soda or no um let's say uh what's it a and w or the uh, other root beer one with root the beer? bulldog one for sure see that i'm one's not good. too much of a root beer guy myself unfortunately i don't know why i'm more of a uh, I'd say probably like um probably just like a Lemon lime. Yeah, so I'd say top of the tier is Sprite, then Seven Up, close second, then something like Sierra Mist or another brand afterwards. Even though it doesn't really matter, they're all the same, but they're not really. And McDonald's Sprite smacks the best. It, I feel like McDonald's Sprite just hits different. I don't know why. It's so weird. It's not like, just the atmosphere. I think. Like it's just. Even if it's like kind of watered down, like it's still refreshing. Exactly. You know, when, when you get like the first sip, you're like. This isn't the usual Sprite that I drink. Like, I feel like they added something on there. I don't want to say they added something because it's probably not. But I think it's just also the legend of, like, the McDonald's Sprite and how it, I don't know, has rose to fame. As, like, a meme. I feel like that's very, like, really helped their case. But it's also true that they probably have, like, a higher sugar content or something for their soda. <laughs> they just added more sweetener. We need more. We need more, please. More. Honestly. Is this a fish one? 
Yeah. Uh, whichever one's the chicken is mine, but yeah, I think I got two fish, two shrimp. I can't tell. I'm yeah. looking at it. I think it's it. chicken. One second. It looks like chicken. Oh yeah, that looks like chicken. I almost ate it. Oh, that no is worries. Awkward. I was like, hey, you can eat whatever you want, George. I mean, I'm pescatarian though. Oh, I'm, yeah, I don't true. know, man. It feels bad. As much as I want it, but like, I you eat know. all the meat. You eat all the fish. How is pescatarian going? Yeah. It's been going pretty good. I've done it for two years almost, like one and a half. I remember I did it once Spencer was there at Trader Joe's. He's yeah. the one that like got me into the. I was gonna say he's a he's also vegetarian. Pesca- vegetarian. Vegetarian. For sure. I'm still doing that. It's it's not bad, honestly. I I don't really miss meat as much. Sometimes I will, mm-hmm. like seeing the foods. Oh yeah. But. I don't know. I just, I feel a little better, honestly. Like, I feel lighter, especially when yeah. I'm running. But it's really just preference, honestly. I'm just doing it because I was interested, and now now I enjoy it. That's really cool. Like, you feel the health benefits, and you feel better about yourself. So even if it's a placebo effect, which I don't think it is, because you usually generally better than most people, I assume, on especially the average American. I've actually been thinking about switching to a slightly modified diet maybe closer to pescatarian because i don't think i could do vegan or vegetarian myself it's, that's tough it's very restrictive and i don't and price wise it's sh- i'm sure you can like do some math on it average out some like stores and whatnot and find out how much it costs to be vegan in certain areas or vegetarian in certain areas but i feel like healthier foods in in america especially are like priced higher than a lot of processed and unhealthy foods which i'm used to eating <laughs> I'm not saying I eat on super unhealthy, but like I'm not, I'm definitely nowhere close to Felix and fitness level or nutrition (laughs) level. So if you did like go into like pescatarian diet, let's say, Mm -hmm. what would the foods, like what are the foods you're going to be missing out like in your culture, you know, because really like, like there's a lot of pork and beef and beef, like broth and bone, um, creations and uh soups but not just like other dishes and like noodle dishes and um mm. sausages like filipino foods i'm filipino by the way just a refresher mostly filipino there's a little mix in there but i won't get into that now um speaking on the filipino food part i know there's a lot of great filipino seafood like um i think pancit malabon pancit is our noodle dish in general and then you there's different regional noodle dishes so they have their own spin on it so more inland it's more meaty and different vegetables and then towards the coasts obviously since we're mostly islands yeah there's like a lot of seafood fish shrimp whatnot a lot of eggs also so it wouldn't be too bad of a shift but i would miss a lot of actually american foods as well because let's face it a burger is <laughs> chef's kiss. not gonna lie you can't beat a good burger sometimes can i pass the line please sir mm-hmm. wait so the noodle dish is it like like pho like noodles or like ramen noodles like what what's it's the... more like um it's more like a it's more like a saucy like chow mein or like um not like a soup dish but this one's like a, just a noodle dish where you just mix it it's like like a fried kind of noodles or like ooh, like a stir fry like that kind, kind of? of it's definitely cooked i'm not sure how you cook buncit i'd have to ask my lola because she's amazing at cooking buncit I'm just very uneducated on the subject because I, I don't cook that much, but I'm It's all good, to just, like, just what you think. Oh, yeah. Like, out of the foods you've had, you know, like... Definitely, like, it's more... It's definitely stir-fried in oil, and then 
you got a lot of seasonings. Like, there's a lot of just juices and, like, oils. I think maybe some uh, other ingredients such as, like, uh, gosh, there's a lot of spices that I should know because she's been teaching me. But <laughs> I'm just in one ear, out the other sometimes. It's all good. Honestly, I feel like once you're at the kitchen, it'll maybe click because exactly. you're in that environment. But But, and under her instruction, obviously, right now... It's kind of hard to recall sometimes. It's all good. Um, Do you know how to cook any traditional dishes uh, of yours? Because I know there's a I lot know, of Japanese dishes. I'm just... I know, like, ramen. For sure. Because, like, my parents like to cook ramen occasionally. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, the packet ones. Not, like, you know, like, not, like, you know, homemade. Like, from scratch. Like, yeah, this yeah, is like, um, it's, just instant ramen, just, like, modified a little a, bit. A little different. It's, like... Fanciness. It's, I wouldn't say it's like instant ramen. It's more like they got the packaged noodles and like the, uh, the oh, soup yeah, thing, and then you just mm-hmm. boil that, and then yeah, just like use some dried noodles and then some other yeah. stock and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, so like we've done that. Um, sushi. I mean, we do like sashimi. You know, just Ooh, buy the fish and we just sushi. cut it up. That's pretty. You don't really need to prepare as much. You just yeah. all it is is just cutting it into pieces. Um, I'd say. For people, I guess it'd be like yakisoba. Ooh, that's also good. I love yakisoba. That one, it's not as hard as I thought it'd be. Really? It's really just noodles, sauce, like one one bottle of sauce. Really, It's like not really like a bunch of seasoning or anything. Cut up vegetables, your choice of protein, and then I'm thinking takoyaki. Ooh, I love some takoyaki. That one is not as bad. My uh, my mom bought like one of those takoyaki. Um, oh, like the the, the, was it the cooking thing. Yeah, yeah. So we we done that at home. So it's not really as hard as I thought it'd be. It's just flour, rice. I mean, not rice. Uh, eggs. Um, you know, cut up the ingredients so you can put the takoyaki inside. And then you gotta wait for it and flip and get the technique right. Yeah. But is it like a long wait time? Cook no. Time? No, it's really quick. It's like. I think it's like a minute and 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, because it's a popular, like, kind of like street food almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, for Japanese food, it's 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 really interesting. It's do like omelet, ramen, sushi, mm-hmm. takoyaki, yakisoba, and okonomiyaki, which is basically like, it's similar to yak, yak, yakisoba, but it's like you just take out the noodles. Mm-hmm. It's just basically vegetables, flour, egg, and it's like kind of like a pancake. Oh, we have something similar. Yeah, it, it's like it's basically that. And then you can add in, you know, your choice of protein or whatever if you want. Oh, yeah. See, we have, I know a lot of other cultures and countries have a similar dish called torta. Um, a lot of Hispanic countries and then maybe some Latino countries also have that. In different forms. For ours, it's like um, like you said, like a like a pancake, but it's like a egg, potato, usually like onions, peppers, um, some sort of other meat maybe, um, and some other form of like a mixture of spices or oils. And it's like very simple, very easy. Mm-hmm. I don't like it as much. Really. A lot of my cousins like grew up on it and uh, enjoy it a lot. I I do enjoy it, just not as much as they do. Ah. Uh. No, yeah, it's okay. I feel like a lot of con- sorry, a lot of um, cultures have like similar food groups. Like, there's always like a pancake kind of thing, and there's like always like a fried dough kind of thing. Mm. 
like certain food groups that are similar, but just like culturally just have different names and slightly different compositions. Yeah, but I think it's just a nice way to connect because you can have foods that like seem pretty similar, mm-hmm. but it's like their own little twist. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, uh, with, with whatever ingredients are local and whatnot. Yeah, and like, you know, what they're known for. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some would do like spices. For Japanese cooking, it's not really a whole lot of like sauces. Like do They just do, do like plain fish. A little bit of like salt and pepper. That's what my mom told me, and that's what I like noticed after she mentioned it. It's pretty mild, not too many spicy things, or yeah, like they don't really like they don't really go over the top with like spices and seasoning, Mm -hmm. and you know all that. It's just you know plain and simple cooked fish, a little bit of seasoning, a little bit of butter, or you know some I don't know simple sauce to make. I don't know nothing too crazy. See, I feel like sushi really embodies that because it's very simple usually. Yeah, like maybe three to five ingredients for mm-hmm. like a usual roll or nigiri which is like the one where it's just the protein on top with the rice is that nigiri i'm not sure it's um want the seaweed like can roll oh okay okay definitely google sushi do not trust me for the sushi info you got, you got closer i'd say i could be points because i mean when people say sushi they don't really think of the seaweed wrap mm-hmm. they just think you know rice fish on top mm-hmm. so I mean as long as you know what it is that's quite good like I've seen a lot of cooked sushi like baked sushi rolls like on the rise in certain establishments which is cool I just feel like I don't know it's just it's a little different than like raw sushi mm. which is just like just uses the natural flavors of the of the ingredients which is like with any dish, but I just feel like it's it's better raw. I'm I, not sure. I think they're trying to like they're trying to like get into everybody's mm-hmm. taste as they're bringing in the culture, you know. That is true. Because for some they'll enjoy it, but like I don't know. You notice like a lot of restaurants they do like you know dragon rolls and all those mm-hmm. like they'll put the sauce over it. Yeah. Not really fancy schmancy. Yeah, stuff. people don't really go for like the simple rolls sometimes. At least that's what I've noticed, but I mean, nothing wrong with that. It's still pretty nice. Um, but um, one thing I was gonna ask you about is, do you eat the? Do you, does your family like cook like um, Japanese curry or anything like that? Um, yes, we have a called white stew. Oh, it's um, I don't know exactly what the sauce is, but. Mm-hmm. It's just like a white curry kind of sauce, and it's just simple. White curry sauce, okay. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know what what the sauce is, but it's like just vegetables. Like you can add chicken if you want, but uh, but it's mainly just like a white. It's like a palish color, like pale yellow. Like opaque, kind of like yellowish, like off white. I'd say pretty white, yeah. And then. I did that, and there's like a like a beef stew kind of thing. Ooh. Those are the ones that I can think of. There is like, uh, is there any like um, traditional dish from Japan that you are fami- kind of familiar with, but you haven't tried yet, but are kind of hesitant to try because it's kind of maybe in your eyes a little um, not exotic, but. Uh, just, just different. Yeah. You know, like for Filipinos and other uh, like Southeast Asian dudes, there's um, 
balut, which is uh, the unborn um, chicken or duck yeah, eggs, yeah, yeah, which is very like controversial sometimes with some people because they're just in, like Westerners aren't used to certain Asian foods mm-hmm. and practice of like preserving eggs in different countries is just very different and so there's different dishes obviously and so mm. it's a very um not hated on but like people find it kind of disgusting and like unpleasant kind of, you know exactly. something they wouldn't really eat when they go there or mm-hmm. yeah but it's like I know most people are not trying to be disrespectful towards the culture, but it is somewhat because they're just like, ew, why is that so it, weird? It's pretty frightening. It is, honestly. for sure. And like, you know, it's like a culture shock kind of. You're just like, what? Oh, definitely. You're just like, whoa, I did not expect, you know, this kind of level. Mm-hmm. Um, good question. Um, haven't really thought of any in mind that's like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't eat because I've like, I mean... Obviously, you can't eat, like, you know, chicken or pork or... Mm, I'd say the one thing is probably puffer fish oh. or blowfish, you know? Like, yeah. I, I know you need, like, a special license just to, like... To prepare it. Just to prepare because it because it's poisonous. Um, I feel like that's the one thing I'm, like, hesitant to try because, like... That's fair because it's dangerous. <laughs> it is, yeah. I mean... Obviously, I would eat it if it's, like, a trained, like, super trained professional, like, restaurant's been there, like... Established. Like, I don't know, more than, like, two years. You know, it's got, like, a uh, uh, reputation, you know? Of course. I feel like I would try that, but, like, that's the one seafood I just haven't had at all. Totally understandable. Yeah. Like, one small error in preparation, you could mess up somebody's life, really. It's terrifying to think about. You're just like chilling with the sushi stuff. You're like, yeah, can I get one blowfish? Cuts it up. That's, I don't know. I, I feel like a few millimeters and then you might have a little poison in you. Well, yeah. I don't know. It looks looks interesting. I mean, I don't know, people say it tastes good, but I'm just so curious about it. What blowfish was it again? Was it like a... Did it start with an F? No. Hmm? I'm not sure the name of the actual blowfish because I remember reading about it. It's just, I can't remember. Um, it's on the tip of your tongue and you're like, ah. Maybe you need like a word and then it'll trigger your memory. I know. If I think of it, I'll shout it out when I remember it. If I don't, Google is your friend. <laughs> what is the, the fish or blow uh, puffer fish that? <laughs> Dangerous, deadly puffer fish that you eat. I don't know. What about, um, what do you think is, like, the most popular food for foreigners to, like, when they go to the Philippines and, like, what, what, mm. what would they eat first thing they get there? It's hard to say because there's really popularized, like, easy dishes to, like, just mass produce and um, sell what? on the street. Like, lumpia is a very popular dish that's made its way over to America because we brought it over. You're welcome. Yeah. If you don't know lumpia, go try it, please, for your own sake. It's really good. There's multiple forms. There's meat. There's vegetable version, there's fried, there's fresh. Like, there's all sorts of different rolls in the Philippines. Mm. So I'd say, just check out lumpia in general. That's one of the first foods I think of when going to the Philippines. Mm-hmm. But there, I'm sure there's many others that I'm forgetting right now just because this is the most popularized one. I think that's a good one, though. That's something that a lot of people have tried, at least. Or at least heard of. Yeah, like, 
wouldn't be. Isn't there um garlic fried rice or something? Or am I thinking? Is that... We definitely have uh, fried rice called um. I forget the actual word for. Cause we have like certain like um like I know um, longsilog means longanisa and uh, egg and fried rice. It's like a common breakfast combo mm. for that we make. Um, longanisa is a Filipino sausage, usually pork, marinated or uh, and seasoned in a certain way. Also, very good dish. If you find a Filipino restaurant that had that serves longanisa or lumpia, go try it for sure. Um, and then the egg is usually, it usually has a, it's usually over easy or sunny side up, which is like a runny yolk. That's how. Wow. And then the That's garlic fried breakfast. rice, it's usually, um, like it, the name says garlic fried rice. It's pretty self-explanatory. Garlic, salt, um, maybe a little sugar if you're feeling like a little glaze in there. And then the rice, and then you cook it on high heat. Um, obviously skipping some details, but there's also like a, <laughs> we call it. I'm not sure if it's got an actual name, but the fried rice that my mom makes, it's usually just like a bunch of leftovers, eggs, and then fried in rice, and then we just eat that, and there's like a garlic. It's, it's, it's a little greasy, but it's because it's like a culmination of all these meats and leftovers put together, but it's really good. So if, if you have like a bunch of leftovers that you don't want to like eat one at a time, I just say fry it up with some rice, eggs, vegetables. However you want to do it, how whatever your um, your appetite level or your uh, dietary preferences, mm. definitely would recommend though. Good combo. So yeah, that's like a common breakfast item or thing you can definitely do on your own or experiment with. Mm. Super easy. That sounds is, pretty yummy. Is there like a go-to like a breakfast item that you go to, go for for you? Um. Like in Japan or just like... In general. Like it could be Japanese, it could be American, it could be whatever you like. I'd say... In like Japanese homes, the most common breakfast is like fish, rice, miso soup. And like natto sometimes if people enjoy that. Or like, you know, egg and rice, like, Mm -hmm. like raw egg because it's like edible over there. Because, like, the health restrictions are pretty strict over there. So it's, like, very, very like, high quality. Yeah, and, like, they just put soy sauce over that. So it's, like, one or the other. Um, Natto is have, that, um, is the fermented... Fermented beans, beans and yeah. then just, like, little sauce to make it, like, sticky. Um, but at home, I just make, like, a sandwich. Like, Honestly, hash browns and then the brioche uh, mm. loaf. And then, like, an egg. Or, you know, just bowl of oatmeal, one or the other. I haven't really had, like, a actual Japanese breakfast at home. I don't know why. I think it's just, it's a lot to prepare for. Because um, I feel like it's a different set of ingredients also in preparation time. And yeah. And I mean, my mom, my mom, like, still cooks Japanese food, like, at home a lot. So, like, I won't complain. It's just something I noticed, like, in breakfast. It's, like, not the typical... It's more of an Japanese American meal. breakfast or yeah. just a different, different food in general. That's usually how it goes, I think. Like, I feel like it's easier just to cook like regular, like not so complicated, like 
foods in the breakfast for the start of the day, but the nice, like, fancy meals are, like, dinner. Yeah. Which is, like, oh, a giant. Usually, how I do it with my family is a sit-down meal, cooked on, and spent together. Some I know some people eat separately, but I like to sit down and eat with my family. Mm-hmm. It's a good quality time. Check up on each other. Oh, yeah. But being stuck together during this time has uh, caused some some friction, but that's to be, like, granted for everybody. Yeah. I think it's just, since we're, like, stuck together for so long, we eventually, like, start getting annoyed of each other. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's, like, kind of expected. Yeah, like, I'm sure that happens with you and your brother, Andre, right? Not as much. Oh, that's good. But then again, he kind of just eats on his own. Mm. But we've been chill. Yeah, I've been seeing something similar with my little sister. She's been starting to. She's still in high school, so she's still trying to just navigate mm. adolescence still, which is all of us really, but her especially because it's a she's a high schooler during a pandemic. It sucks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's um. She's starting to, I think, distance herself more somewhat just because of, it's a hard time, so I'm giving her her space, but it's still hard. I'm trying to help her as best I can. I think you're doing a good job, man. You're just doing what you can. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I'm sure she knows of something. If she needs somebody to talk to, you're probably the per- first person she can go to. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the role as a big brother, um, it starts early. I mean, it started earlier for me. I'm not sure about. It. Oh yeah, it started, it started earlier for you too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How how many years are you and Andre for? Two years. Oh yeah, that's a pretty short window. So you've yeah. been a big brother pretty much all your life. Yeah. I, me and my little sister are five and a half years apart. So there's a oh, little. Oh dang. There's a little more space, but I definitely came into the big brother role like I'd mm. say during high school. Not really middle school. Well, yeah, of course, I've been a good big brother, but it's just... I've really started, like, taking... Watching out for her since, like, I started high school. She started, like, progressing in her teenage years. And so, I wanted to watch out for her and make sure she's okay in this, like, trying time. It's good, though. It. I mean, definitely stepping up. I mean... It's definitely tough with siblings. We both can relate. Mm-hmm. Um... But you know, it's like, we, like, look back at the memories. We we probably do. Just, like, small little stuff that we've done as kids. And, um, obviously there's, like, tension early on. Maybe still going on. But, you know, like, at the end of the day, you're still family. That's what's, like, first thing that comes first. Is this the green salsa? I can't see it. Yeah, that's the thicker green one. And then the thinner one. I was gonna look at the camera, but then the camera is so dark, I, I can't know. even see myself. I was like, honestly, I feel like the episodes I'm in, it's just like, I feel like an anonymous person. No, no, no. The first one, they got you. It's just the camera, uh, me- the memory ran out, so like they right. couldn't they can see the whole thing. But this one, they know who you are. Well, I mean, yes, hopefully. From the you first one. Remember me from last time. They will. If not, I'll make them. Hear that, folks? This is not a threat. Just Come a on. warning. <laughs> Felix is a benevolent podcaster. 
I keep forgetting, this is like the guac salsa, right? I feel like it's more like a guacamole salsa because it's a little thicker. It, it's chunkier. I was like, what is... Mm -hmm. I forgot that this was... A different viscosity level. <laughs> I know... I'm not sure what's actually in it, but it's good. Mm. Definitely. If you don't use sauce for things, I don't judge you, but I'm just saying you're missing out usually if you don't use a sauce or something. You know, um... What's like a good first food besides lumpia mm. for like let's say a foreigner or like a friend that wants to try Filipino food I know you got like a minute left but I'm sure you you have a food in mind that'll be um, a good good on, ending on a good note you know oh gosh that's hard to just have one dish to try because yeah, there's so many Filipino dishes out like, there like say you're taking them to a restaurant that Talk has Filipino food oh, and you're like like hey let's try this like I know this is good because you know you've had it before you've had it before and you just want them to like actually start enjoying. If you really want to get really Filipino, get a whole roasted pig. It's called lechon. I know you can't have it, unfortunately, but to those out there at big Filipino gatherings, if they get a lechon, it's legit. It's a fried pig and it's cooked amazing. And this, <laughs> you get the special sauce. Sorry to the, all of the non-meat eaters out there, but ah, I love me some pork, sorry. That's like, I feel like that's like a fun feast. For like a good like group of friends. Oh, trust me, it feeds a whole family because these things are pretty sizable and they have enough like skin and meat on them to feed like a good amount of people with leftovers. Because mm. trust me, you are gonna want leftovers because they are delicious. We got 20 seconds. To, we gotta end it in 20 seconds. Go. Okay, outro. Let's go. Uh, thanks for listening to the LTA podcast with Felix over here and your man Devin and guest star. Thank you for having me on here again, Felix. It's been a pleasure. Remember, stick to, uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Dropping. Yes. Uh, sometime soon. <laughs> Sorry. I, think I gave you two seconds left. It's okay. <laughs> You're like, ah. It's all good. I think that was an okay outro. I think it was good, honestly. Yeah, I won't can, complain. We can pop a window so we can clear the, clear the condensation out of Dude, here. Dude, it started smoking in here. I, I know. Like, I was like, uh, when we opened the food, I was like, ah, dang. That's probably...